ladies and gentlemen, after the longest draft since Vietnam, it's time. Welcome to the Dearborn Meat Market Podcast. Okay, so first podcast of the season. We're talking about the draft today. It's me, Harani, Alex, and Hadwan. Uh, may have a couple guys trickle in and out right here. I was thinking, boys, we can go round by round, and then at the very end, talk about team that impressed us the most, and then who disappointed us, aka Quentin or Moby, the most. Um, we can we can just pick and choose between those two. That said. Uh, Alex, I was thinking you'd start us off in the first round. You were sitting uh, right in the middle at the fifth pick. I think that's a nice spot for the most part. What do you think about the first round? Any odd picks? Anything kind of sticks out or everything goes status quo? Yeah, I guess I'll uh, – I mean, you had number one, nice and easy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think I haven't seen any – I haven't seen Chris McCaffrey go lower than first literally anywhere, I don't think. Um, maybe there's some saint super fan who's taking Camaro first. I don't know, but, um, you know, looking at the top half of the draft here, like pretty chalk, honestly, the, uh, you know, I think you could make an argument for Dalvin going in too low. Personally, uh, he should have been higher, like second or third. I think he probably should have been, I would have taken him over Henry for sure. Just because. That guy, you know, he's a monster. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a wahish, but this guy doesn't catch passes. You know, he doesn't. Yeah, he's, he's always just he's just running and like it's getting a little old. I don't know. He's super. You know, I get it. He's a machine. Whatever. It'll probably be fine. I agree uh, with you. I actually would have taken Cook it too. I don't know. Kamara had that stretch last year that was kind of concerning. I know he has Jameis now, um, but yeah, Double Cook's just a beast, and he just like just takes takes full control of that offense. I don't know. We have to see what they're going to do with, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm a little hazy on like what exactly happened, but I remember there was a stretch last year where Kamara really wasn't doing well. And it was that last game that really kind of propelled his stats to put him like there in like the top couple where he had like, what was that? Five touchdowns or whatever, but he's yeah. still Kamara. So well, I, mean, I you can't go wrong. I was somewhat, I traded for him last year when he was like, he had like, he was down a little bit. I traded mm-hmm. for him in one league and, uh, that was because Taysom Hill was the quarterback for a minute. Yeah. So he, and he didn't want to pass to him or whatever. And then Breeze came back at the end, I think. And then uh, it was fine. So, you know, I like – so, so you know, so so Cook, I think, probably goes higher. Henry maybe a little lower. But, like I said, mostly Chuck. Chubb, probably a little bit of a reach from Johnny Cock. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Probably John Taylor, too, actually, which uh, which sets up some value here at the end. Um, I want you want to walk us through, you know, what's up with Saquon Barkley at 10, you know, what's, what's, what are you feeling about him, uh, post ACL injury? Is he still there? He might not be there, but that's all right. Let me step down. We'll try to get <laughs> back to him. Yeah. So a lot of truck stuff first round. I, I agree with you. I think Chubb and Taylor, I, I like, I like Aaron Jones a lot this season. I, uh, I don't like Joe Mixon as much. I like Eckler a lot. You know, I thought that was nice that Moby was able to grab him. Yeah, Moby's um, Tyreek and Eckler back to back. Very is, nice. Is actually really solid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got I I fucked up with my fourteen man. My fourteen man. I I picked at thirteen and I had a chance to take 
Eckler, Aaron Jones. And I'm like, great. I'm like, this guy, I think the guy at 14 was only going to take one of them. And I wanted to get uh, Stefan Diggs because he was the next wide receiver that I thought was worth that on the board. I took yeah. him and the guy took both Aaron Jones and Eckler. I got Najee here, so it's not like I missed out too much, but that was funny. Yeah, uh, no, for sure. I mean, is that, yeah. a, is, it, is that a PPR too, or is that a... It's PPR, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the thing, you know, I think it changes the the calculus. You were, you were talking in the Dynasty League a little bit about how, like, uh, you know, it was always two running backs, two running backs to start. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean, even looking at our board now, you know, we have a bunch of people who aren't maybe super plugged in, you know, but still not a lot of running back, running back, a lot of uh, running back wide receiver. Yeah. Only one guy went double running back and that's uh, Mo Mockbell who went five running back. Fuck it. Oh yeah. His, his team is ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Any, if you had to pick one pick in the second round that you just really didn't like, or you thought was a, the biggest reach, what do you think it'd be? I mean, Mm. Uh, <laughs> don't even pretty... try to say Kelsey. No, it's it's de- no, no. Kelsey at two three is great. I got lucky. It's, no, it's yeah, Mahomes. I think you got lucky. It's, Mah- it's Mahomes for lucky. sure. I got bro. lucky because yeah. the first form he took Mahomes. Exactly. Yeah, I would have loved to take a guy like Kelsey in the first, like the tail end of the first round. I wouldn't do it. Right. Um. Yeah, yeah, I, I think Quentin fucked up. Mixon and Mahomes, that the, the first of all, the stack of his first four players of Quentin is just atrocious. All people like I would not direct. <laughs> uh passing up guys like Travis Kelsey, Eckler, Tyreek Hill, you know, James Robinson. And then it's just yeah, it was just awful. But yeah, I think that you guys are right. I think in the second round, that's probably like the pick. Everything else kind of went status quo. In the third round, I'd actually like to nominate myself. Um, well, here's the thing. CD Lamb, I like CD Lamb. I like him a lot. It's just every time I've been thinking about Keaton a lot the last couple of days. When I go to bed, I think about Keaton now. When I wake up, I think about Keaton now. And I keep thinking, should I have taken Keaton now? And it's something that's been on my mind, and it might bother me during the year. But there was just something in my gut telling me not to take Keaton now, and I wonder if it's going to come to fruition. I like you know, CD Lamb. Kind of older now man he's he's much older you can't be going with these old ass wide receivers even some of the greatest have like just depreciated in terms of their performance over the years you have to either be like a hall of fame wide receiver to have consistency in your career or you're just another wide receiver and keenan allen i don't think he's a hall of famer you know what i'm saying he's just another wide receiver so he's gonna have like he's gonna have like an average year this year he's not gonna be keenan allen of, of the prime you feel me yeah so who's gonna catch all the balls over in uh i mean i think eckler um, I think uh, Alex, were you the one that took Josh Palmer in Ugly? Yeah, yeah, I like. I, I thought Palmer that was a, a very lot. good pick. I thought that was a very good pick. Um, rookie he, for uh, folks listening who don't have to look at fucking twenty-five player benches. Uh, Josh Palmer, rookie wide receiver out of Tennessee, third round pick for the Chargers. Um, I don't know. He's one of those. You know, Tennessee has had no quarterbacks, just like Marquez Callaway. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. so they they kind of slip. Josh Palmer yeah. could step up. Mike Williams, who knows? Can he stay healthy? Uh, yeah. Who's their tight end now? Oh, it's uh, Jared Cook, right? Who are we talking about again? I have my oh, just, just, the, just the Chargers. Oh, yeah. the Chargers? I, actually, I have no idea. Is it really Jared Cook? I think oh, I so. I did not even know that. Because I know they got rid of Henry. Oh, he didn't get picked. Doesn't look like. Okay. All right. And then we have, obviously, Quentin with Adam Thielen, another guy who could possibly <laughs> like a little bit of a dip. Speaking um, of being old, yeah. 
yeah, if we're talking about being old and potentially useless, uh, we'll kind of see from there. I think we're overlooking my Cooper Cup pick, man. I'm going to be honest with you. Cooper Cup is going to be a monster this year. Look who was going to him last year. And he was, you know, when he's healthy, he's a monster. And now he has somebody that's accurate throwing to him. I mean, it's a bank. It's like, it's a real, like, it's a gamble. But he could, Mm -hmm. if he does well and stays healthy, he should have been a second round pick. You know what I'm saying? With with Matt Stafford throwing to him. So who would you have taken, by the way, if you had the choice between Robert Woods and Cooper Cup? Because I have had that choice. And I have had a clear number one that I've thought in my head. Did you just go with whatever anyone you think they're both just going to? blow up and they both have like uh, similar stats so you just wanted to get in on one of them i wanted to get on cooper cup i called Bisher well during the draft because it was his turn and i was like to him if i tell you who i'm selecting you can't select him he's like okay i was like i'm taking cooper cup he's like okay i'm gonna take robert woods i'm like you motherfucker, you know what i'm saying <laughs> but honestly not even that bad because cooper cup i've never had him in my fantasy but he's always lit me up every time i played with him so i had to take yeah i think i was a cooper cup owner last year cooper cup's good i like cooper cup but i i've been going with robert woods I think that they'll, they'll he'll likely end up uh, getting more deep balls. And I think with Stafford, I think they open up the offense more. So I'm actually expecting what's just very edge out, edge out Cooper Cup. But um, that's it. I think they're both going to have a great year. Same reasons you said. Uh, and then is- take us through fourth round. Oh, yeah, Alex? Oh, I was just going to say that is tough. Like the, uh, the wide receiver, you know, who are like very similar draft position. Yeah. Like um, in the fourth round, you know, you see – Mike Evans, Chris Godwin go back to yeah. back. That was tough, you know. Um, I took Mike Evans. Yeah, I don't know. I guess my thinking there is Chris Godwin has more overlap with uh, with AB. I feel like, um, which might be wrong. I'm, I'm not totally sure, but it feels like Mike feels like Mike Evans does something different. Like he's just he's yeah. massive. He's and the like, home run. He's the home run hit. Exactly catches those TDs. Mm. And, sure. um, you know, for a fourth round pick, I'll take that. Oh, you know, I, I didn't want, I didn't want him in the third, but he dropped all the way to me in the fourth. So I'll take that. Yeah. A lot of quarterbacks this round too. Yeah. We got started off with Hedwan taking Josh Allen. He took him over Kyler Murray and uh, Lamar Jackson. Okay. So you think, uh, Josh Allen's in for another good year, not concerned about regression, nothing. Nothing. I'm a big fan of him. Big fan of Josh Allen. I've had him in two of my fantasy. Like, I've only played fantasy football three times. Two times that I've had him, I won both times. He's phenomenal. Yeah, he'll be great. I'm a, I am have some shares of Stephon Diggs. I like Josh Allen this year. I think maybe – and then there's also Kyler Murray. He just – I mean, they both just use their legs so much. That's the nice part of Josh Allen is they have no running game. He is the running mm-hmm. game, so it kind of works out. Right. And then, um, of course, I, I, just, I want to make sure that this is said, but it's just <laughs> – I mean – Ronnie, biggest reach, biggest reach fucking, of the draft. Huh? <laughs> I was going to set you up. Biggest reach. Biggest reach of the draft. Oh, yeah. You were making it easy. Kareem Hunt right here. Taking it over a guy like Mike Davis, who, I mean, I know they said Gallman today, but again, like, I, it's just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, right before him goes a guy like James Robinson. Miles Sanders, I don't want like, I don't really like much. Um, but that said, I mean Kareem Hunt, bro. And then I would I would have even taken guys like uh at the end over here. I took Gus Edwards or Daryl Henderson, like around later. If it's I me, like, I just really don't like Kareem Hunt. Totally. Yeah. I think you I don't know. He could have gotten him at I least around later. I had to oh, reach yeah. for sure with Jamar Chase, but we'll see how it works out. We'll oh yeah. 
That was a little early. I thought that uh, they could probably end up going maybe a little bit later. But, I mean, the thing with Jamar Chase is, like, he could actually be good. I mean, he could actually be a wash, right? Yeah. Kareem Hunt is like, well, what is he going to do? He needs a Nick Chubb injury. <laughs> and, like, you don't you don't draft a guy that needs an injury in the first four rounds. You know, <laughs> you draft them in the last four rounds. But, um, yeah, it was just very odd. Again, like uh, Alex had mentioned earlier, you know, he just finds a way to uh, what it drafted Krim Hunt two years ago, I think, essentially, where he drafted him, where he was going to miss the first. Oh, yeah, he was suspended. <laughs> That's why he drafted so him like round nine or something. It was yeah, like so yeah. early. I don't know. We didn't even have IR spots back then either. I think he had said to hold him on the bench. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. It's like he needed to make adjustments. Um, that's, a good, that's a good point. I, I yeah. will say, I'll back my boy up here a little bit. Hawkinson at the 11th pick of the fifth round. That's pretty good. That's that's solid that's value. Bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah. I, yeah, think, I Hawk, think I like he's literally the only guy catching the ball in Detroit, unless I accept the Andrews split. Literally. Yeah. I don't even I know just, who our wide receivers are, like Quentin, Cephas, something. I don't even know. Yeah, it's it's not going to be it's not going to be pretty. Nope. Yeah, and I think he took Hawk where a little bit earlier, guys like Mark Andrews and even Kyle Pitts. I might have I might have even taken Hawk before. I definitely before I think Mark Andrews or yeah. Kyle Pitts, one or the other. Like, but I, feel, I like you said, I think the volume is going to be there, and he's just it's just going to work out for him. My uh, my hot take is Hawk is going to finish above Kittle. He'll be the the three. I yeah, I could definitely see that. Maybe it's not hot enough. You know, Kittle mm-hmm. like Kittle's going to have a, a quarterback battle going on through the season. That might throw his whole season off. You never know. Mm, that's true. They got two different quarterbacks coming in and out. They'll throw somebody's game off. Like, you don't want that. Um, and then another situation where back-to-back players of like the same group, Jamar Chase again, T. Higgins, Chase with that upside. Higgins was like real good last year. I think that that offense is actually going to have. Uh, I think they might end up having two one thousand yard receivers. Could be explosive. Um, really good. Yeah, I think they're just going to be throwing the ball a lot, and I don't really like Joe Mixon a lot. I mean, that offensive line still sucks. So, what are they going to do? So good. Yeah. And then um, in the round after that. I don't so, like my pick. I don't really like my pick there, but I had to. Tell, tell us what what your thought process was. Who were you deciding between? What was going on there? It was between Chris Edmonds, Mozart, Harris. Like, I needed a running back. You know what I'm saying? Because I was very mm-hmm. weak in back position. I mean, I got, you know, Josh Allen, but he's in my quarterback slot. I needed a backup running back. Because if Saquon works out, the way I was thinking about it, if Saquon works out, I have a very strong draft. If he doesn't work out, I'm barely going to scratch by. But if he works out, yeah. like, this is a very strong draft because he should have went much earlier if he's healthy. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, he's the backup. Maybe I drafted a backup running back a little too early. That's why I didn't like that pick. Yeah. Well, my issue with that pick, it might have been because I feel like your later portion of your draft, you really yeah. didn't, like, solidify any, like, high upside, like, like – I don't know, sometimes for me, if, I, if I'm doing what you're doing here later in the draft, I might want to go with the guy who I feel like is going to get carries and going to be able to bring in points. The thing with Edmonds is I actually like Edmonds. The I don't difference know is, I literally don't know about him. I just looked at like a little bit of articles beforehand. I was like, you know what? I'll just draft the guy. Yeah, he's just not going to get goal line work. 
but he's probably going to get like touches. I think he might be, I think he'll be solid for you. Actually. The only thing is I might've probably chosen Damian Harris before him. Cause this was after the trade, the Sony Michelle trade, I believe. Right. It was. And um, I could, I actually have a little, I specifically remember talking to John cause we did the slow draft, right? So we, we could, right. could do a lot of uh, shit talking, texting during this and uh, looking at, so John, as I was texting with him when uh, Maj picked, might have been when Hollywood picked Chase Edmonds because I was like, man, I could really use a running back. Because you can see that John and I both only have one so far. Yeah. Right? We we're kind of doing this like hero RB, like, I don't know, get like a yeah. really strong one and then draft a bunch of wide receivers. And uh, Chase Edmonds goes. I'm like, okay, all right. Well, as long as there's no way that Booty will take a fifth running back, no fucking way. <laughs> right. So yeah. it's like, I was like, John told me, he's like, I'm going to take Damian Harris. So you can have, you know, you'll sure. have Mostert. And, uh, guys, and I got to jump out early. Oh, you're right, fine. Man. Yeah. Sorry about that. All I got to say left is I hope Devontae Smith works out. I got two rookie wide receivers. We'll see how that <laughs> plays out. But that was a great uh, pick, by the way. Why not? I loved you know it. What I'm why not? I loved it. Just wanted to throw I that out. There. All why right, not? guys. Talk to you guys Love later. That. See you. Later. See you. Bye. Okay. Yeah. So tell me, you, you wanted to get Mostert or Harris? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just like there were two running backs. So I, I think there's a big teardrop here. Like, I got Ronald mm-hmm. Jones in the seventh. I didn't really want him. Um, yeah. And then Booty just surprised us by going Mostert for his fifth running back. But that's the beauty of the uh, the three flex, you know, whatever. Like, you can kind of – you can do whatever you want with your team. That's fine. So Yeah. So taking one back is okay. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. I was I was hoping that Harris was gonna fall to me. I was like, I wonder if these guys would just let him slip. Cause um yeah, but that didn't end up happening. So Moster got taken. So another teammates they get taken kind of close together, usually Moster and Sermon. I probably mm-hmm. went a little too early on Sermon. Um, I just thought that based off of how the rest of my team was shaping up, um, if I picked a receiver here, I could let Sermon sit on the bench until Mostert gets hurt or he like arises or something uh, because I thought the guys I had, I knew we were going to get volume uh, in terms of McCaffrey and Edwards. So I know I could always plug a guy in at running back. That's going to get points. Um, I, I, you know, Edwards, I was low key just sitting there pondering. I, I've done this in two drafts so far, Edwards versus Daryl Henderson. Yeah. My PPR, I ended up picking Henderson and then in the half, Everyone with Gus Edwards, but I feel like that was just in the wake of what was going on uh, because Dobbins had gotten hurt like yesterday or something before this mm-hmm. thing. Right. So I don't know. I feel like I don't really know if I, if, I, if I would go back, if I would still make that same decision. I'm not sure. What do you think about Edwards and Henderson, by the way? Because I feel like they've been going close in most drafts. Yeah, because uh, Dobbins goes out and uh... – Sony gets traded to to the Rams, right? So it kind of drops Henderson and raises Edwards. I don't know. I mean, I guess personally, um, the way to look at that, because honestly, they're both on good like running teams too, right? Like the Rams and Ravens. So the way the next thing to look at maybe is like talent of the running back. And that's kind of hard to do. So let's look at the backup, which would be uh, Sony versus like Tyson Williams, who's this undrafted second year guy. And I mean, Gus probably has like, you know what I mean? Like Sony's a big name too. Like probably spooks. I don't know. 
I personally probably lean Gus just because I feel like Tyson Williams isn't going to eat into his work as much as like uh, Sony could eat into Daryl Henderson. Yeah. That's the, that's kind of what was going through my mind. I just thought Edwards just had a, a much higher floor. I didn't, you know, and Edwards like that, he, he's going to get like 200 plus touches and I, I like, they're just going to rely on him so much. Like you said, they run the ball We're over there. They run the ball such a ridiculous amount. And he's now going to be the number one with a bunch of rookies behind him. And Justice Hill just got hurt. I would imagine that they're going to sign somebody else. Um, yeah. But yeah. And then Moster and Sermon, another two are like, I'd rather have Moster at the beginning of the season. I feel like Sermon might end up coming out, getting more touches by the end of the season. Moster might get hurt. I've been a Moster buyer in the past, um, but I ended up going with that. And that was, might've been a little bit of a reach, but I was looking at the backs and I just, Ronald Jones was another guy I was considering. I mean, you ended up taking him. But other than that, I feel like, I know you talked about a tier dropping right there. Yeah. I really don't like the guys after that. The next, you know, the next guy I kind of like might have been like Jamal Williams. Because um, I yeah. did not want, I didn't want Michael Carter. I just feel like that, that the back is going to be a headache. I don't know if he's gonna, really going to come out and take the lead. I don't like Melvin Gordon, 100%. I don't like Melvin Gordon. And then Fournette, I, why the, why the, I mean, if, <laughs> if I have to do Jones and Fournette, it's just like, I feel like it's clear in my head. I'm going with Ron Jones. I can't even put them in the same tier. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally with you. I, you know, looking back, um, probably would have taken another running back early because I'm realizing, you know, I kind of tried this method out and I was like, not a huge fan of the running backs that are left. I think part of that is like ETN's out, you know, Gus, yeah. Gus Edwards, Gus Edwards has to move up now because Dobbins is out. Like there's just like less depth. Um, mm-hmm. So like I got drafted eight, I'm probably going to go, you know, I don't know, at least one more running back in the top first five rounds, probably just to like shore that up. But the nice part is you probably got the best handcuff probably in the entire draft and Polar. I think he's a guy that like, I think he can, I think he has standalone value to be honest. Um, I think they're going to actually probably get him a little bit more involved from what I've been reading. I just, you know, that offense is going to be weird because I'm, exp- I don't know why in my head, I'm just like, you know what? I like CeeDee Lamb a lot this year. I like Zeke. I think Amari's going to do better than most people think. And I'm like, I oh, know. I think Tony Pollard could be involved. I'm like, there's not that many touches, but like, still, <laughs> right. if Zeke were to get hurt, you got, you're going to have an RB1 regardless of what happens over there. And then you, you have Jamal Williams. And I, I like Jamal Williams as well. I think he can carve out a role. And I don't know how healthy Swift's going to be this season. I think we might rely on Jamal Williams more than people believe. And then, um, like, I don't, I, I don't like Swift to be honest. Um, I, I like yeah, the. I'd rather get John, Jamal Williams where you got him versus uh, where Maj got like DeAndre Swift. Um, but yeah, and then I took a risk on getting a guy like Kenny Galladay. I just thought, you know, in the seventh, you know, they paid him a ton of money. Yeah, that was the thing. It was only because of like where he was at. I would have. I never wanted to get anything. Any involvement with Kenny Gallagher. But I just felt like it was the seventh round. They paid him a ton of money. He's still good. If I could I could, if I could have him like healthy for three quarters of the season producing, I would take that. And then I was like, I'll just try to shore up like some wide receiver, like a wide receiver later that I could feel like I can get more touches out of. But at this point, I thought, you know, I, I go running back wide receiver very heavy in the first seven rounds. So I'm like, I'm building depth here. I, I can I can wait on some of these guys to like come out a little bit uh and then most took michael thomas what do you think about michael thomas over there yeah so i mean i 
Uh, I mentioned this in the chat, like traded for him last year um, in a different league. So I didn't have Kamara and Thomas, I don't think. Maybe I did. And uh, he just, he came, he tried to come back from that ankle and just didn't look the same. And then he had surgery in like July. Like he yeah. delayed it months. And I was reading a little bit about his surgery. And apparently it was like not just the, um, gosh, I'm going to fuck up the ligament names because I, I don't look at that very often. But it wasn't just his like lateral ligaments. It was like his medial mm -hmm. two. And like like he had like a full ankle reconstruction basically. Um, oh, so, yeah. So I, I have been totally avoiding it. Like any round, not going to touch it. You know, I'm like, undraftable. I, like, I worry that he's not even going to play, but I could do, be totally wrong and just like have read something that's pooping, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's unhappy over there too. I don't know who's uh, as for, I, I, I'm personally not of the mind. I'm not going to draft somebody I can't use for half the season. Well, that's um, that too. Yeah. It just eats up space. Yeah. It eats up space. Luckily, we have an IR spot, but there's still, so we're talking about how running back gets like very scarce over here but wide receiver still does okay i feel like there's a handful of guys that um i mean i got kenny Galladay in the seventh you know a guy like robbie anderson went this round uh i think brandon cooks is gonna get volume though what does that really mean in that offense but i think i think he might actually be like decent he's he's brandon cooks has always finished okay and sometimes even if you even if your quarterback fucking blows if you are literally the only guy You'll, you could still make it out. Um, and then, yeah, yeah Waddle, Devontae Smith the next round. So Debo, Corey Davis. Like, there was there was guys. And Antonio definitely, Brown. Yeah. Definitely guys. Antonio Brown might be end up being huge value down there. Oh, I know. I think he's so undervalued. Because look how, <laughs> look how much farther he gets taken than Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And honestly, I think he might just be posting, like, relatively the same stats. Right. Um, yeah, 100%. What do you think Sorry. about this uh, run of defenses that we had? How do you feel about drafting defense wins ships? How do you feel about that? Philosophy? I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, look, oh, we ended up changing it with three and outs, but I don't really think at the end of the day it's going to amount to much. Um, I think sometimes people get worried and they just take start taking defenses. One of these was an auto pick. You know, I, I mean, I mean, me and you, as you could tell. We, we take them in the last two. And yeah, there's, I feel a, like, there's a clear clear difference in strategy. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like these guys might end up switching out. On a bye week, you might drop a defense, and then it's like you're just playing stuff and spend on the schedule. Ah. And I feel like there's always a defense or two you can pick up at the right time. I've never been one really to draft defense unless, like, it is literally what I always like to do or I used to like doing is I would pick them at round, uh, like, three rounds early. So, because I know everyone's going to wait till the last two to take their kicker and their defense. And then if you, maybe um, if I can get one that I can ride on the rest of the season, but if they already started the run, I'm, I'm not going to touch it until my last picks, which is kind of like what you did as well. And it's, yeah. and you ended up with the Broncos. So it's like, this is pretty solid defense. That's At the times. thing. We're all, we're all only starting one and yeah. like, it's all matchups anyway, you know, like Bron Broncos play the giants. That's why I, that's the only reason I took them. I don't even know who they played week two. But I'll figure yeah. it out. I thought for the four picks in the middle of this round, and then Tom Brady at the end were actually pretty good too. So we got Jamal Williams, a guy like I was talking about earlier. I think he's going to get more touches than people think. Antonio Brown, another guy where like I think that the the space between him and his teammates, uh, Godwin and Mike Evans, is 
closer than people realize. Will Fuller is a guy who could still produce in that Miami offense. But Will Fuller was doing well last year. You forget how good he is, mm-hmm. but he's suspended for one game. But there's so many people over there that are like roughly like the same like talent level and tier. And then AJ Dillon, I know he's drafting him as a handcuff. I do the same thing with my Aaron Jones pick. I mean, I think I think he'll actually. That's probably if Tony Pollard was like one, the most important handcuff. I feel like AJ Dillon, because he was like primed. They were talking about him doing being like a big part of the offense until they resigned Aaron Jones. But he's a good back, and now they don't have Jamal Williams there. And then remember last year, Jamal Williams was getting touches too. So I think he'll have some standalone value. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then in terms of so you you kind of capitalized early on tight end. Um, you took, you know, Darren Waller, you know, I I think a top top three guy. I, I would take him seriously by you doing two. Um and then it was really like sparse. I mean, really like the tight ends didn't necessarily have a run at all. They were just mm-hmm. kind of getting taken here and there. Um, obviously, there's a clear drop off after Hawk. So then you have like guys like No Fat, Logan Thomas. I took Johnny Smith. I think Johnny Smith can actually do well in that offense. I mean, Mac Jones. Johnny Smith's a good. He's a good tight end. He's, he's a good athlete. Yeah, yeah. And we'll see. Like, I don't need to take that to the bank or anything. Tanyan, yeah, yeah, what's up? Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah. I mean, I feel like most of these guys, they're like, you know, it's such a it feels like such a dark throw because like oh yeah, it depends like you know how many targets are these guys gonna get. And when you look at somebody like Johnny, like who are the who the fuck is playing wide receiver for the Patriots? You know, it's the same thing as Hawk, where it's like, uh, I mean, I guess Nelson Aguilar, you know, and you're like you could totally yeah. see Johnny being like number two on targets and like but then mm-hmm. you got somebody like like Gronk, who was actually the last tight end taken, which is kind of crazy, in the yeah. 10th round. Um, but, like, he's got, you know, at least three run, three wide receivers ahead of him, and then probably, you know, O.J. Howard's back. Like, there's just there's yeah. a lot of competition. So it's that's why I didn't want to wait, because some of the tight ends, you know, you could see a scenario where there's a run or something, and then you're stuck with, like, just not good at all. Whereas like wide receiver, you know, you're still getting guys in like 12th round who are playable, you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think you were sitting at the perfect spot for it too. Um, by the time it hit me in the third. Uh, oh no, I, I passed that much on third. But then after that, there was just like this, I don't know. You know, it was, it was kind of like, I, I was really trying to think about like, how do I really want to go about this? I think there's guys that can do well later in the draft, but I think I was planning on getting two tight ends and I wanted to just, my, my what I want, what I really wanted to do is I wanted to get a guy like Higby and mm-hmm. Janu. And I just thought Higby for whatever reason would just fall a little bit farther than he did. And I was hoping to try to like have two of these late guys and maybe like one of them can do decently for me. Yep. Yeah, well, like that's, said, that's, just having that position secure is so important. That's definitely the I feel like the move. Um, if you like, if you miss out on one of the early ones, yeah, you like go and grab just a couple guys who kind of seem like you can talk yourself into the route to you know you're like, well, yeah, I can see them being like top three on the team and target or whatever, and yeah. uh, just take two of those and whatever you work with it. Yeah, Darren Waller, you know, I almost took him in the third, second third because I'm like, oh, well, this is like the, supposed to be the ideal situation is you go McCaffrey and Waller and take a, a receiver. But um, I don't know. I didn't end up pulling the trigger there. 
Uh, later rounds, so the round after that, the round that starts off with Goddard and Gronk, the two tight ends, last one's taken, and the only people with double tight ends. Uh, that guy goes like, you know, Philip Lindsay, ah, Ruggs, Landry, Pittman, I think, was, was this after the T.Y. injury? Uh, I don't remember. Either way, I think, I, I think it was pretty good. Yeah, 10, um, the 10-6 or whatever, that's, yeah, it's a good spot for him. Same with Mooney. Like, yeah, he could be – uh, I mean, it's like him and Allen Robinson, right? So, I don't know. Could definitely yeah. be really and good. That, yeah, I think that was – I think the Mooney pick was good. I felt like the, this run of wide receivers, this five straight, I felt like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about where, like, the running backs are there earlier and then gone later because the following guys were Singletary, Moss, and Sony Michelle. And I think mm-hmm. about these wide receiver options, especially in our league where we have, like, three flexes. You know, Mike Williams could be good because he's might be like the number three and then maybe number two if somebody gets hurt in the Chargers offense. Curtis Samuel, another guy that, you know, he's the number two over there. And I think, well, I don't know, Logan Thomas. And, but I think he might be uh, pretty good too. And then I took, I tried to get somebody I can, I thought would do okay. I see Marvin Jones was getting a lot of targets. I feel like Marvin Jones might have a decent season, but we'll see because he's still competing with, um, Shark and uh, Chenault. And then Callaway, I don't know if I took him too early or not. I feel like I was buying in so much with the hype, but I'm like, you know, we're, I need a defense and I wanted to cuff. So I was like, this will be my last pick. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I know you have Callaway shares. Now, what are your, after like, you know, you've taken in the hype and you've settled down, what what do you, and then now we have James as the starter. What do you, what are you really expecting from Callaway this season? Yeah, I mean, it is tough because you have a guy who like goes undrafted. Um, so that's kind of what seems to be what NFL teams think of as talent. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Makes me, makes me feel kind of like in dynasty. Right. In, in redraft, I think, you know, in this league, like Michael Thomas, like I said, might not play until he's not playing until at least week six. He might be mm-hmm. out all year, honestly, or he might not be himself all year and Callaway could be the one. So um, I was actually really hoping to take him with my 11, um, ended up tilting kind of and taking Tony, but whatever. And, um, so I, I don't know. I like him. I think actually I probably would maybe even take him at the 10, eight, if we redid this, because it's like, they're really just not going to sign anybody. They're going to roll with yeah. Callaway and like, just, just, and Jameis, you know, being a starter, like he likes yep. to sling it. I think it could be really good. So I like that. Oh. Um, it's very reassuring. What do you think about this Singletary Moss uh, (laughs) situation? Because I, you know, I was uh, thinking about both these guys at ten, and I was like, "Mm, nah, I'll just take the the cuff now because I I didn't think Pollard would come back. I don't know why, but it felt like somebody was going to take him. Mostly because he's creeping up in the ADP. You know, like people see his name and they're like, "Yeah, sure, I'll take him," even though they don't need him. (laughs) I I drafted Pollard in a league where I do not have Zeke. Yeah, I think it's a good move to handcuff somebody else's running back. So that's why I was yeah, like, especially yeah. a guy like Pollard. And I know Zeke's going to get so many touches. And I, um, that said, yeah, you know, I really don't like Singletary and Zach Mostic. That you know, I looked at them both because I'm like, you know, I only have three backs, but I'm like, I don't want any of them. I just in mm-hmm. that offense, I mean, at the end of the day, if they get inside the five, like they're not really giving these guys those touches. They're just they find you know they usually have. Josh Allen do what he got to do. And then what, how many touchdowns does first touch Josh Allen have last year? 
was it, like six, eight. Yeah, it's, like, I mean, it's ridiculous. enough. Yeah. Well, yeah. how many of his passing was, touchdowns were like slants to digs with two yards to go? Yeah, let me see. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, eight touchdowns. Eight rushing touchdowns, and I don't know, a decent amount of yards. Just not telling me how much over here. But oh, there it is. Yeah, eight touchdowns, 400 yards. And then the way they use these guys, I don't know. I just feel like, I, honestly, even if one of them got hurt, mm-hmm. I don't even know, like, would they really just elevate to the point where I'd be like, oh, I'm so glad I have Zach Moss on my team. <laughs> right. But I don't know. That said, I mean, look who we're picking against. You know, David Johnson, like, Sony Michelle, like, you know, maybe Henderson's injury prone. Naeem Hines, I don't know. Madison's a handcuff. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. they, there's only a few more running backs that go. And I mean, Hines, honestly, I was thinking about over Michelle. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess my only thing for Sony is like, who knows? Like, maybe they like him better than Henderson and they like, right. and they decide to give him more run. And it's more of a like, one a one b situation who knows so if he doesn't if he comes out like first two weeks isn't doing anything i'll probably just drop him because i'm not convinced that he's a great handcuff either but yeah and he's like you know he's he's a talented back i remember what he was like a second round pick or whatever it was but mm-hmm. i mean yeah but the way I, I feel like if if paul was actually doing this he would probably should have taken madison Right there, instead of like having a guy like Zach Moss. Oh, with, with Dalvin, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, and then the, obviously the the people who wait on quarterback, I feel like it works out a lot. I've always been that type of person. I'm just looking yeah. at these guys; they got taken like pretty late. I like Tannehill a lot, and whenever you look at the stats, Tannehill just always does well. The only problem with him is rushing doesn't really. I mean, it's I think he runs around a little bit, but it's not like he gets a rushing touchdown or anything. Um, how many rushing yards did he have last year? Yeah, 266 and seven rushing seven. touchdowns. And wow, wow. <laughs> I, I didn't even realize that that was the case. Yeah. That is weird. So, yeah, he had 39 touchdowns last year. I think he gets slept on. They just added Julio Jones. I was glad with him. I would have been glad with Tom Brady. I would have been glad with Matt Stafford. I would have been glad with Jalen Hurts. Um, so, yeah. maybe I took what you call a little early. I think all of them should do well. And then you had Trey Lance, the lottery pick late in the end to try to hope that works out. And then a guy I think Bish did very well with Kobe Myers. I think mm-hmm. his ADP's crept up since this. Because I feel like getting him, what, what is this, 14th round? No, 12th round. Wow, this draft is short. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it was really short. Um, only five bench spots. It's tough. Uh, I didn't realize it was so short until we started. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Um, yeah. Brian Edwards, yeah. Brian Edwards too, yeah. He's uh, what? Who are the, who else is there? Is Henry Ruggs the one, and he's the two? It depends who you ask. Yeah, I mean, um, or whatever. I don't. I don't fucking. I don't personally ask people, but <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm asking is, you. Yeah, Edwards is kind of the. I prefer him. He's a little cheaper. You can see Ruggs went in the tenth, and then Edwards yeah. in the twelfth, and Edwards or Edwards in the thirteenth or no twelfth, and he's like the. Kind of the big body, like sort of uh I don't know exactly how big he is, but he's like the big like outside receiver. Who knows? Mm. Like, you know, um, but could have like they don't have anybody else who can do that, whereas 
rugs and and renfro maybe both do the underneath stuff so who knows i don't know yeah i mean it's not like it's not like Derek Carr's a bad quarter like a horrible quarterback or anything like but i don't mm-hmm. know those wide receivers i'm just trying to think there's that there was that run with nelson aguilar and i don't know why else they don't produce because he's solid i don't know yeah i mean edwards was hurt yeah um We'll we'll see if uh, yeah I feel like Derek Carr you know he used to have Michael Crabtree right that was like his guy yeah I mean obviously I mean he has Waller as his number one wide receiver probably um, who I took in the third so yeah I'm kind of I mean, hoping that is his one. if it's if it's Waller and Edwards and they're down a lot and they're throwing who knows that could be enough yeah Edwards kind of a lottery ticket who knows and with the last round. You know, I like I like the fields pick, but to, for three quarterbacks in a league where there's 13 rounds, it's a little uh, questionable. I would say yeah. so. Uh, coming Some, from us, we should tell us to. He should probably just cut Deshaun Watson. <laughs> he's not going to play. Yeah, he's not going to play. And like, you know, what is he really hoping is going to come out of that? Like, if he has Deshaun Watson, he's going to want to trade him, right? If and, but then it would be like trading him like late in the season, if like anything mm-hmm. were to happen, which it's not. And then he already has Lamar Jackson. I don't think like I don't know. Maybe he trades Lamar. I don't. I don't know. I just think it's a lot of wishful thinking. I don't think. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, it. you know, there's another team that has three quarterbacks here. We can't pass on Q taking Mac Jones with his last pick, which is so oh, yeah, so on brand. Uh, <laughs> so on brand. He only took, took him because he plays for the Patriots. This guy took Cole Beasley and Mac Jones back to back. Oh yeah. Oh my god! So yeah, Mac Jones is not a guy. I, I, I like Mac Jones for the Patriots. I think that'll work out well. I just don't think he's going to be like a fantasy guy. Well, at least this no. year, or not. He doesn't, he doesn't have the run. options, mm-hmm. and he doesn't run. So I don't know. I don't know what he's expecting out of it. I like the Trevor Lawrence pick. I guess you know that late. If you're going to go with two quarterbacks, I don't know why he needs to go two tight ends and two quarterbacks, and take a defense in the what is it tenth round, uh, ninth yeah. round. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and the guy Cole Beasley is like, he's not really gonna, you know. I, I like the fact that I'm looking at Cole Beasley and Jacoby Myers like side by side. It's like it's, <laughs> it would be agonizing to take a guy like Cole Beasley over Jacoby Myers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and, yeah. and the question, I guess, the question you always have to ask yourself when you're like gonna pick three quarterbacks is like, when am I ever gonna play him over Pat Mahomes? Like, what would happen? Oh, that's right. So, like, I don't – I like, the thing is, that's why I don't even think he needs, like – I can understand a guy getting Trevor Lawrence who has – who has potential bus potential. I mean, right. like all, if you all want of to them do, little, like, not Mahomes. If you want to do Mahomes – or if you want to do, like, Lawrence and, like, Matt Ryan, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. But or, like, like Jalen Hurst and Lawrence. If Jalen Mahomes has, gets like, hurt. All this upside. Exactly. Yeah. If Mahomes gets – if Mahomes gets hurt, Q season's over anyway. You know, it's, like, it's already get, over. Get some more wide receivers. Oh shit! You heard it here first. Yeah, this season <laughs> is over. Uh, is our, is, it's over. So I know I'm kind of jumping the gun here. Oh, and I'll just throw in one thing. I think Elijah Moore in the last round, Quentin. Mm-hmm. I think that might be our my workout. I also like uh, who's there. Corey Davis is there. Yeah, I think he's been getting a lot of targets. So I think I think he's another guy I actually got in my other league, but was much deeper. Um. That said, so if we're going to talk about like who really disappointed, I mean, yeah, yeah, I got um, some. Do you you, you want to talk you. about? Oh, let me hear it. 
not data necessarily, but here, I'll uh, I'll screen share. I'll put together okay. a little Google Doc for us to look through. Ooh, I love it. Uh, I have to stop sharing, right? There we go. Okay. All right, can you see this? Yeah. So, this, so yes. this is what I, what I initially put out uh, mm -hmm. way too early, first glance. You know, I put them in no specific order. And I'm now that we're looking at the draft again, I'm thinking, you know, it kind of makes this tier it, too big. But I think you got to move up. I, I appreciate that. And uh, honestly, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of my draft. I, I felt like there was a lot of guys like right on the edge that I was missing out on. But I don't know. I was totally fine being a pretender to start the season. And you're always very kind to me with those pulls. But looking oh, yeah, at it again, you know, yeah, it was like yeah. mostly, I guess, because, you know, you didn't take a defense early. So you took some extra depth, you know, those kind of things mm -hmm. like like that matters, you know, especially when we oh, got yeah, short benches. So, so uh, and I'm gambling with a couple of these, uh, like a Kenny Galladay and Trey Sermon. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like they could be productive later uh, or at certain points. I'm not – I wanted them to be interchangeable. Unlike well, – um, yeah, so go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I, I do think I, I fell victim to a little bit of dynasty brain while we were drafting. Like, I was like, oh, like, I'll take, you know, I'm looking for more second-year second wide, second wide receivers. Like, who's got more, <laughs> like, more young dudes? I don't know. So, I think that kind of shook my rankings a little bit. So, but, yeah, you know, we got uh, up in the contenders – I think Wasco could be is gonna be really good. Paul auto drafted a pretty sick team, not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, Fish looks pretty good. Um, I think we did we talk about any worries with him? I don't think so. Um, Fish, uh, I think there was something. Let me see what it was. I don't have his draft board back in. Um, so Bish, Bish got Robert Woods over Cooper Cup. I, I, I like that pick a lot. Najee Harris, Devontae Adams, Miles Sanders. I don't like Miles Sanders last year when he was supposed to be the like the guy and whatnot and i ended up taking him pretty early last year and he like really disappointed mm -hmm. me yeah. um but that said that's really my only complaint you know henderson i like um where where he was taken i thought i like that and then um you know me and bish were on the phone and we were talking about it and he was probably thinking he probably should have went with mike davis over sanders over here mm -hmm. at four you know the thing with sanders is like they, they don't they don't give him the touches even when he's the only guy there I know yeah. now it's it's still the him and Boston Scott, but there's one other back that's there. Well, his name's Jalen Hurts. Like, and then Jalen Hurts is gonna throw the yeah, he's gonna you know be a runner. Um I I don't know. I don't know how much I'm really expecting out of Miles Sanders this season. I don't think it's gonna be like a prolific offense there or anything like that. Yeah. So you know, I I do think this uh, this Michael Carter pick worries me too. Yeah, um, I, I don't like Michael Carter. So I guess I worry about his wide receiver depth. Like if you look at it, it's Devante, Robert Woods, mm -hmm. and then like Henry Ruggs in the tenth. Like it's the next one. Yeah, and I don't like Henry Ruggs. I mean, yeah, I guess maybe in the tenth, eleventh, but I don't know. He's like a burner. I don't think he's going to be a very consistent guy. And um, I think the problem with what he's been setting up here is I'm thinking about who his starting lineup is going to be, right? So Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, Logan Thomas at tight end. It's, it's good. Both guys that are outside of like the like elite top five or whatever. Yeah, but I agree. Like, okay, so he's he's gonna start Devontae Adams and uh, Najee Harris at his, his running back wide receiver. And then he's got three spots. So Robert Woods, I like. Miles Sanders, I don't like. And Daryl Henderson could potentially get hurt, but 
I'm not, I'm not everyone could potentially get hurt. So then he's got one spot that's going to have, he's going to have to start. That's going to be, I feel like an if, iffy person, which could be Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. Who I, like I said, I don't know. I really don't like Miles Sanders this year. Michael Carter and then Henry Huggs, Hardman. You have just a Kobe Myers who I think could be solid. And that's like another guy I could like plug in and he'll like guarantee at least like whatever. It's going to be 12, 10 points. Yeah. But I think when you look at, when you look at him, like, in the in context right like i had him up in contender i actually moved him down live uh, oh <laughs> yeah just i mean you know because i'm looking at it i'm like okay ronnie who i had below him has Tannehill, and then cmc a rab a rob oh fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> c lamb dj moore gus edwards trey sermon like i'm cool with all those guys johnny smith at tight end like um i just think you have much many more startable options here and they're like higher end probably because you were picking a little like cmc makes a big difference but yeah um, so i don't know so i'm actually gonna scoot i, I like bisher's team i just think there's a there's a couple it's probably the reason the only thing and i and i talked about this with him over the phone i felt like if he had mike davis instead of miles sanders like that would make me feel like a lot a lot feel better. better about it yeah i feel like that was probably his pick that and I feel like talking with him, he, he might end up being – he thought Mike Davis might come back around to him. I told him Mike Davis is not going to pass me. I know that much. But No, he, was, he wasn't getting past me either. I was running back hungry, I think. Oh, oh no, yeah. The, the, oh, that would have been nice right there. Yeah. I mean, you know, Mike Evans, like I said, but I don't yeah, like Mike Josh Evans, Jacobs. He's going to get touchdowns. And... I worry about – I don't like Josh Jacobs very much this year. So, And I already had Waller, so I was like, I'm going to – I'll take the wide receiver that I like, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. Jake's so, team, I like. I like Jake's team. I think uh, Josh Jacobs, I don't like, but you know he has Huli, he has Julio, who I think could produce if, as long as he doesn't get you know hurt. Um, mm-hmm. Judy Corey Davis is a guy I actually like. I think he took a defense too early, but whatever. Curtis Samuel and two, and two defenses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he took two defenses. Wow. Yeah. The okay. only thing too is like uh, now that I'm looking at it, he only has two running backs. He has as many defenses as running backs. Why does he only have two? And then one of them is Josh Jacobs. Yeah. So oh, I'm actually, is... he's got to be a pretender too. <laughs> oh, wow. There's a lot of changes out here. Dude, you know what? We're uh, we're fluid. Like yeah. right now, I'm, I'm just not convinced by anybody, you know? Like, like except for, yeah. I mean, Paul's team is pretty sick. Like if you go through his lineup, it's Russ, yeah. Dalvin, AJ Brown, and then these three flex, like CH, yeah. Godwin, Lockett. That's really good. Fanta's tight so, end, like boom yeah. bust. Yep. And then I'm, Tyler Boyd, he could literally, honestly, Tyler Boyd could be a thousand yard this year potentially. I, I mean, I don't really know. Last year, what did he end up finishing with? Let me see. So last yeah, year, got, he ended up finishing with 840 yards, but they play 16 games, 15 games. So yeah. I mean, four touchdowns. Ah, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But that said, you know, they didn't have Burrow for a good chunk of the season. I, I, I just don't know that offense. I feel like they could all like, you could like interchange a lot of those stats. Did he end up getting taken like right around the time? Where did uh let me see this? So he got taken eight nine. Yeah. And then where did uh the other two go? Uh, oh, they, they went, went all, in the fifth. All the way up. Okay. Five. Yeah. I mean, look, well, I, we'll we'll, we'll kind of see with that. But I think uh the the nice part about what I think Paul's team does very well, he's always like Edwards Hilaire, I think, you know, he's he's a guy I was also considering a second and third. I think he's a guy that could bounce back nicely. 
Um, mm-hmm. Have a good season. You're, you know you're going to get at least some points. And then the ceiling is high, obviously, because he's in an Andy Reid offense with Patrick Mahomes. So then you're looking at a guy who has two, like, very good running backs. Dalvin Cook, who I, I love. And then A.J. Brown, who's another, like, when you look at on a efficiency basis, he doesn't even need the targets to be as great as he is. And I feel like they might end up throwing a little more this year anyways, but we'll see. And then he has A.J. Brown, Chris Godwin, and then the the – the dice throw that is Tyler Lockett every week that could just make or break like him, like smacking somebody. Um, yeah. Cause Tyler Lockett can be a little volatile, but when, when he has those games, he does very well. Also Wilson at quarterback. So he has that connection and then no fan, like you were talking about later on. I just, I think that's where his draft kind of fell apart. Once he started bit. doing it himself. Yeah. Once he, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The thing is, yeah, not not the, not too many great options like Kenyon Drake over here, but yeah. at the same time, it's like uh, if he if he he only had two backs and who else is he going to take? And then, but they came back with Zach Moss. I think if he ended up getting uh, Madison is sh- to sure up that RB one Dalvin Cook because if Dalvin Cook goes down, which he's gotten down in the past, that could end up hurting yeah. him. Right. Aguilar, we don't really know, and because uh, that offense not going to do well. But I think Elijah Moore pick at the end was solid. Yeah. So yeah, I think Paul's a good team. So I think we'll go with- Paul, Paul and Gary, um, you know, feel like they're in a tier. I don't know. We can work our way through. Who else is on the line? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about your team, bro. Yeah. yeah. So okay. you sh- you shared up an RB one. You got Zeke, of course, who's a stud, and then you got Pollard backing him up. Wide receiver wise, you got the targets with Deontay. You got the targets with Ridley. Ridley's a guy who like right there with Diggs. I I probably take Ridley over Hopkins. Um, I love, I think Ridley's going to be great this season. I like him a lot. He's always done well, even when Julio's out. Deontay Johnson's like, I, I love Deontay Johnson too. Me and you were both high on him last year. Yep. Mike Evans, you know, I, I think he's like your uh, X factor on like if he has a good week, like you're, you, you can like run away with games, uh, especially given you have Waller. I, I think you might be a little too down on yourself because, you know, yeah. a, yeah. I just, I worry about that third flex spot, you know, it's like, Ronald Jones or Debo, like that's you know, like it's pretty good. But other guys just have better options because they were picked a little earlier. It feels like, but who knows? Yeah, and I mean, you have Waller, so there's a there's like that he would be like your option, and then whatever these guys would do probably outperforms like a Johnny Smith or like any no fan or any of these other guys that we have over here. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Yeah, and then I like Jamal Williams, like I was saying earlier. Uh, Sony Michelle, I just have no idea what he's gonna do. And then yeah, but- Edwards, uh, Broncos defense, good. Who cares? Yeah, so I, th- I think you have a, I think you have a very good team. If I were to compare yours to like, who who did you have highly ranked uh, before? Was Bisher? Yeah, so I had here. So yeah, we'll go back to a non-living document. I got pinned up here. Yeah, so originally I had uh, Jake Paul. Taiwan Bish just based on like very like just looked at it briefly and was like, all right, just whip this out. So Hadwan and Bish, we went through Bish already. Hadwan, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, uh, kind of the same similar problem. Like the chase and the like just that third flex spot is a problem for a lot of people. I feel like that's what some yeah. initial like starting lineups. 
Yeah, I think uh, who? So who's he really? So he's banking on Jamar. You know, Jamar Chase. I like Jamar Chase. Obviously, has a talent and like a whatever. But like, I, I, it was weird. You see all the drops he's been having during uh, what you would call? I did. I keep debating whether to you know start sending John some low ball offers and dynasty. Yeah, you think it's uh, affecting him? I think it'll be okay. But some some guys get weird with that. I don't know why. Uh, that said, in terms of like, they just don't come around with that aspect of the game. They could still be good. Who is it that always drops balls, but is like very good? Deontay Johnson had one of the most drops. The guy we like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He, he gets so many targets, it doesn't even matter, but he has random ass drops. I remember watching him getting so infuriated, but he'd still catch like nine balls. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, with him, like, same thing you're saying. So look, if he starts, if he starts Cup and Barkley, then at wide receiver two, he's looking at Jamar Chase. And Edmonds and DJ Shark and Devonta Smith. Yeah, his team, I think just taking Josh Allen so early, like, kind of hurt his running back and receivers. And he mm-hmm. also has Kelsey. But like, Kelsey's a fucking stud. I feel like if you take Kelsey, it's just – then I'll try to look at, like, your third flex as somebody who's going to garner, like, if he can get, like, double digits. I guess that's all right. Yeah, that's like, kind of bar. Double... Yeah. But then otherwise, like, I would want I would want to have a guy who has, like, some upside of, like, really having a big week. I don't know. Well, tell, tell me why I shouldn't move Moby. So Moby. Um, okay, so first and foremost, I'll talk about Moby in the sense that uh, as I'm glancing across, I, I think the fact that he went tight end and quarterback late, I like it. You know, in the last, you know, six picks, he only took one, one of them. But in the first six picks, he took all running back and receivers. So obviously he starts off with Tyreek Hill, great pick. Austin Eckler, phenomenal pick. So right off the bat, he might just an absolute tandem there. Uh, Chris Carson, I mean, he's good. I feel like he just tends to what, get hurt and could be out of times. And then, you know, I could see them benching him randomly. You know, he has those fumbles issues. James Robinson's a great pick. Higgins is a good pick. And then Williams is also a good pick. And I like Cooks. So Moby... So what is Moby's issue here? So at, he's definitely secure, and I believe at least four of the, the his uh, running back wide receiver spots. And then the third one, I think, actually works out okay. Wait a minute. Am I thinking of this right? Yeah, so one, yeah, like- two, and then we get three. You know, Moby's team isn't, isn't bad. I think, you know, he has a good quarterback. I think he has a good combination of tight end. I think uh, I don't think he necessarily needed to draft Burrow. I probably, if you're gonna get a guy like Tom Brady, who you know if he's playing, he'll have some consistency. But you want to swing for offenses, maybe like a Trey Lance thing. But I don't know if that's just my dynasty mind coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm forgetting how good Burrow actually was before he got hurt in terms of fantasy. I remember he was like productive in terms of actually being a good, like a good quarterback for the team. But passing wise, three touchdowns, two touchdowns, one touchdown, three, two, one, one. Yeah, I don't know. Um, he's, like, he's, he's fine. Yeah, I mean, he's, I, he's, I, mean, I so, agree. Yeah, would probably go for somebody who can run like a, a Justin Fields, or Fields, or yep, yeah. Fields or Lance, or um, I don't know. James Winston just goes like just the air. Well, I guess they would run the ball enough. I would pick Fields or Lance. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna come out of quarterback, that said, I'm nitpicking a 12th round pick in a 13 round draft. So yeah. that says something so. I think about Moby. I think at running back, he went. Um, you know, Javante Williams is a guy who 
you know, I've, I've just been kind of weird with him. I haven't really drafted him at all. And I really hate Melvin Gordon. So that would mean that I would at least like, like him. But mm-hmm. I guess just because I haven't really seen a running back produce out of that offense in like a while. And I don't think they have a passing game either to suffice for that. And their defense is solid. So I, I or okay, I guess. I don't know if they're going to be playing from behind a lot. I'm not sure. Uh, what do you think about Javante? I, maybe I just, I really don't know enough about him. Yeah. Um, I, you know, don't know a ton about him just because I don't have him anywhere. So I don't pay super close mm-hmm. attention. Um, I know, you know, kind of everybody who has him really likes him and thinks that he's like going to overtake Melvin Gordon. Um, who like, and, and Melvin Gordon last year was actually okay. I think, where is he? Was he? He's, uh, uh he got taken over there in the, uh, I just picked there him is. up. Seven, uh, seventh round. Yeah. So, I mean, he was the running back 14 last year in Denver. Oh, right. I didn't even realize that. So like, you know, if he can be, you know, 80% of that, it'd be running back 22. <sighs> like that's pretty good in the six. So, yeah. Um, so he didn't so crack the thought. He played he didn't crack a thousand yards. It's those touchdowns. He's had 10 touchdowns last year. He had a lot of touchdowns. Good. Yeah. But that's kind of always been his thing, I feel like. When he was in LA, yeah. he scored a lot. Look at that. Yeah, he's a good red zone rusher. Oh my god. Yeah. Man, he yeah. used to catch he used to catch a lot too. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Why don't I like Melvin Gordon? I guess when I watch him play, I'm just not enthused. There's nothing that like gets me going, oh wow, this is He's like who he was years ago. That said, yeah. you know, what was it like? Was he just getting a lot of touches? 4.6 yards per carry is not bad. Yeah, and it's just a whole Phil Lindsay thing. But, I yeah. guess a, what, a reason not to like him is that they they drafted a running back pretty high, right? So, yeah. so they don't they don't feel yeah. pretty good about they don't feel good about him and you know wanted to move on. So I think you're definitely right. I think Moby is definitely separated himself from like most points. In- and then we oh, still have to talk sure. about Mosh and Moody and uh, John. But um, I think I think he's – I don't know if you have Moby in the defender. Did you have him under uh... – No, I had him in the pretenders. I'm kind of bouncing him around right now, trying to see where yeah. he feels good. I had him, like, yeah. down here, like the nine, 9 range, but that feels too low. Yeah, that feels too low. I feel like actually Moby did a good job. I think in my mouth I just had – or in my mind I just had a sour taste because of how bad he did in the dynasty draft. Um, Dang. But, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. so we got three more Let's to go. get through, and then we have, we'll have we just finish it off with Quentin maybe. At the very <laughs> yeah. end, we'll just we'll both go in on him. But uh, what would you think of John's draft, your boy? Yeah, I think, um, you know, John kind of had, like, the draft I wanted like. to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think he like, did very well. I think, like, like said, he the only thing was the Chubb pick was a little early. Yep, I think he reached for Chubb, but other than that, like he kept sniping me, kind of like <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, it sucks every, when that happens. You see, like every like every time you know his pick was coming around towards me, he was taking the guy that I wanted to take there. Um, yeah. So I kind of like threw my whole threw my whole thing off. Um, but so so I like John's team. Um, you know this guy. He, uh, I'll say in the league that we play in with my high school buddies, mm-hmm. he found uh, Josh Allen last year, which was like popular, but you know, he took him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he took Lamar the year before that. 
Ooh. So I, he's always Jalen like Hurts. the he's like the Lake Brown quarterback whisperer. So uh, I feel like I, like I don't know the fact that John's taking Jalen Hurts makes me I think changes my perception of it. I'm like, ooh, he could blow up, you know. But but when you look at his starters, like Hurts, uh, Chubb, Diggs, McLaurin, Amari, Harris, and then Andrews at tight end is like that's pretty good. That's got to be. It's very good. I'm actually I'll, I'll move him up a tier because yeah I'm, like, I'm like yeah I didn't, I didn't realize like how good his team was I yeah, think he's like know, got just solid, solid guys picks. yeah and then the Mooney Brown back to back and then St Brown is a guy like um I, you know we all kind of like him I know it's twelfth round but you know we'll kind of see what comes out of that I, I like him more mm-hmm. in a PPR maybe I'm I'm imagining he gets a lot of just little short yards catches but we'll see but yeah you know I'm just John's team is very very good. And then who is his third flex? That is going to be Damian Harris, who's solid. I think um, I would have I would have loved to have a guy like Damian Harris. Uh, I wish I wish I would have ended up getting him at the end of the sixth. I don't know if he would have passed you, uh, uh, but that was no, that, that was going to be mine. Yeah, it was like either in the way this was shaping up, it was either Mostert or Harris probably for me at six. So um, I thought where he got Amari was kind of nice too. Uh, mm-hmm. I like Amari. I like him in the sense that I think he, I think people are downplaying how good of a year he had last year, despite um, what he was the 15th in PPR, 18th in standard with who was his quarterback? Andy Dalton and or whoever else played quarterback over there. And he yeah. only had five touchdowns. So I guess that shows that, he, you know, he does not really – despite not really scoring a lot of touchdowns, he had that consistency. And I had him last year, and he was very consistent for me. I remember that. And I think yep. when he goes, um, there was guys like – I guess Thielen is really the only guy. Um, I, I like Robert Woods. You know, I, I'm not going to lie. I love Robert Woods, but in my other league, I took Cooper over Woods. Mm. But I don't know. Maybe I'm hesitant. Right. Yeah, I like Johnson a lot. I, think. I agree. Let's do the, let's do the mock bells kind of quick here. Um, yeah, I know because we're running a little yeah, we're, we're, we're running real long. Um, okay, but I'll ask you. You know, we'll just go. Who would you rather have? Because they're back to back. So Taylor, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, Gibson or Hopkins? I like Aaron Jones a lot. Uh, I, I guess for for whoever, based on like where they're picking them, I would have rather have taken Hopkins just because I think he's going back to back running backs, and it's not something I would normally. But I think Gibson has a very high ceiling. Yeah. We'll see how I'm with you. Hamoudi's got my uh, my dynasty st- – or two-thirds of my dynasty running backs here, Taylor and Gibson. Oh. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm rooting for him in some ways. Uh, <laughs> uh, Definitely Taylor splits. and dynasty. Ke- oh, it's not even close. I think this is like the biggest gap right here. Keaton Allen, like on a week-by-week basis, I think he's just going to outperform split by a large margin. Yeah. Mike Davis or Kyler. I, I like the Mike Davis pick a lot. But the only problem good. is I think it's yeah. Yeah, the only problem, yeah, with Kyler Murray, or you think uh, Mike Davis went early? No, I think I, I just have a tough time with fourth round what quarterbacks because like the guys you can get here. Oh like, yeah. Mari Cooper, Mike Evans, you know. But yeah, we have, we have the same mindset with that. Um I, I was probably gonna take Herbert uh instead over Sermon or Galladay if he fell to me, but because he didn't, I thought I could wait. Uh, Cause I felt like that was an, the, the end of that like crop of guys, mm-hmm. but yeah, I agree. I feel like, you know, you don't need to be doing that. 
and then my pick is pretty cool. It's good. And then Miles Gaston, are you? Who do you like more? I don't know. I've been hearing good stuff about Gaskin, actually. Um, Ayuk, there's a lot of mouths to feed. There's, like, a possibility of a quarterback change. I don't know. I mean, depends what you what you have, right? If I'm if I'm Hamoudi here, I'm taking Ayuk because I don't have – <laughs> I don't know. I don't need a fourth running back in the first five rounds, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, I agree. That, that's kind of your thing. Um, you mm-hmm. can go for it. That's fine. Um, Mostert or Odell? Um, I like I like Mostert. I also like Odell. I feel like they kind of both have the thing of can they can they make sure they stay healthy? I think Mostert's more injury prone than Beckham is. Beckham can still do well, though. I think his ceiling is obviously capped in that offense. And then Mostert was my name is Jeff Wilson gonna come into play at some point this season or wait is he out for the year? He's on the PUP out for the first eight weeks. Yeah, I think he's just for the start. Yeah, just for the start. So, I mean, we'll see there. I, I like both the picks. I, I I don't know. What do you think between the two? Uh, I don't mind either. I think I think I would probably go Mostert myself. Odell, I don't know. Has he done really anything since he got to Cleveland? Like, water receiver uh, 25 and 88? Oh, I mean, got, shit, I forgot that he got hurt. That, that Yeah, he did not. Yep. Yeah. No, Torres ACL last year. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember him having a couple of decent games, but yeah, it definitely was not sustained. Yeah, I guess uh, I don't know, looking at it in that sense, I probably the most Robbie Anderson, Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. You got one you uh, like more? It feels a little too early for both for me, but <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I guess I could see Melvin just at the beginning of the year, you know, he'll probably still be the lead guy for a few weeks. Um, maybe you can trade him or something or who knows. So, whereas Robbie mm-hmm. Anderson, there's a lot of wide receivers and you have Darnold who I just don't like being yeah. that quarterback. Like there's, no, see, I you know, think Rob, yeah. CMC. Yeah, he's been kind of sneaky the last couple of years. Uh, oh. No, he yeah. was really good last year, but there was yeah. no, that's a rough picture, man. Jeez. Uh, I know. They're doing dirty with that. Uh, but there's no CMC. They got Terrace Marshall, that rookie. Yes. Um, who's going to be really good, I think. But he only had three touchdowns. So, who knows? He, he could uh, end up being a value there. Yeah. These, like these tight ends. Are these tight ends? Same-ish tier? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's anything really much. No huge differentiator for me. Yeah, we're both for AJ Dillon. We're They're both fine. I can see handcuff and uh, yeah, this guy needs receivers. Right. <laughs> yeah. At this yeah. point, and I honestly, for going late receiver, I feel like he actually did okay for himself. Like I like Robbie Fuller and Pittman. Um, yep. And like he's it got Keen, out. you know, he'll probably end up being okay. Yeah. Pittman or uh, Landry? Hmm. Probably probably Pittman, honestly. Landry feels like they're going to, you know, they're, they want to run and stuff. And Yeah. There's nothing uh, that interests me about t- Landry. No. We kind of know what he is, right? Like Pittman's like kind of sexy second-year guy. Good blow up. Yeah. And uh, then uh, – Stafford, David Johnson, he doesn't even want to do that, so we need to get in that. And these last ones, 
Trey Lance and the Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's always the guy who's like right around what top 12. Holy shit, it's raining like a motherfucker. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing really to kind of like add in on there. So overall, I feel like they're know, pretty similar, honestly. Yeah, pretty um, similar teams. I just don't def- like the five running backs. No, yeah, but I can see how it might end up working, right? Because he's going to start Taylor Gibson or Ke- Taylor Keenan. Gibson, Davis, Gaskin, like that's uh, that could actually be really good. Yeah, that could work out for him. And he's got I the staff Hig- Higby stack. That's fun. That could be fun. Yeah. The <laughs> thing with the running back is they can't they can't reach those heights that wide receivers get to more easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless they're getting like, you know, do I look at do I see some of these guys that I think could get like a the big receiving aspect of the thing? Most of it's obviously the home run hitter, but I don't know. I think these guys like Mike Davis, I think is very solid and I think he's going to get a consistent amount of points. I just don't know. If, I don't think he's going to end up having like multiple touchdown games or anything like that. Yeah. Um, Keen no. Allen obviously could do well, but Gibson could also take over really just got to see how much JD McKissick gets involved. And then, yeah, let's finish off with Quentin real quick. Cause now we're an hour and a half in. You want to trade off the picks? Do you want to like hate on the first? I'll hate on the second. How do you want to do this? Yeah, we can do that. We also, I don't know if the- we talked about must, but. Um, oh yeah. yeah, Moss. Okay, we'll try to go through quickly. You know, I love Moss, but man, last couple of years his fantasy has just not been it for him, and it's just it, I think it's just showing it. So Derrick Henry, obviously good pick. DK Metcalf, good pick. Montgomery is also a good pick. I'd only mm-hmm. take quarterback early. I like Pitts, but unproven. not before Andrews and Hawkinson. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and then when you think about it, for Moss. So we've already gotten in through his first five picks and he still has two more flex spots to fill in. So is he going to go with Claypool and Chenault? Then maybe Mike yeah, Williams so. and Singletary. It's just like, and then three quarterbacks. It's just, yeah. I don't know. I think the Mike Thomas pick, like you he- can't draft a guy like Mike Thomas after drafting a quarterback and a tight end in the first five rounds. Right. You're just not going to have the depth to like make that, make that count. Or make that work for you. Mm-hmm. Is what yeah, I, I agree. So I think his starting lineup solid, but he's got nothing behind it. Nothing. Somebody goes down a bye week, anything, and he he's looking at a dud. Um, and then three quarterbacks. I, I don't know why. And then okay, and then we'll finish off with Quinton. Um, I'll I'll go first round. You go second. So Joe Mixon is a guy who. Well, just when I look at the fact that he took a guy like Mixon over Eckler and Najee Harris. And Antonio Gibson, I mean, I don't know where Mixon has been going. I can understand that he's the guy over there, but uh, he got hurt last year and, you know, he wasn't running the ball well anyways. He, you know, he hasn't top five yards of carry, but in 2018 at 4.9, 2019, 4, 2020, 3.6. Like, yeah, yeah. He's just not a guy, especially considering the guys that took him over. I think the next three backs after him, I could easily make a case for or over Joe Mixon. Yeah, I like that. I'm I'm on board. I'm uh, mm. not drafting Mixon again for <laughs> the first. Yeah, you were, you had a last year. Yeah, that was tough. I can't believe he only played six games. Like he sprained his. I felt like he played he, more. He sprained his foot, and then it's because he was on the injury report every week. They're like, he might play yes. this week, and he never did. Um, Mahomes in the second. Uh, I think we both, you know, we're pretty aligned here. You know, I took Dak in the sixth, you know, but I wouldn't call it early. It's like mid-quarterback. 
It just yeah. doesn't end up working out when you only when you only play one of them. For example, like Mahomes, he scored. He finished fourth last year, three hundred seventy-five points. Right. Let me go look at uh, who played all the year last year. Tannehill. Let's do Tannehill in the ninth. Yeah. Tannehill in the ninth round, three hundred forty-five. So it's three. What did I say? Three seventy-five. 375 yeah. to, to 345, that's like two points a game. Yeah. It's and not it's really like seven, seven rounds. Later. Yeah. It's a big yeah. deal. Um, so that's kind of the case right there. It's like, yeah. You just don't need to do it. You could have gotten, you know, Kelsey, yeah. Najee yeah. Harris. Like, I'd take literally, I think the point where I would stop is probably his next pick. Yeah. And then again, um, uh, Tom Brady, I was looking at also 345 points, Russell Wilson, 365, Justin Herbert, 335 and, uh, Lamar Jackson, 331. So Kyler Murray, 380. It's just like, is it really worth it there? I don't think so. Like you're saying the next one, Adam Thielen, another guy who has now been outshone by his uh, teammate, though they throw the ball a lot. He still finished well last year, seventh in standard, 10th in PPR, but that was very much because of the touchdowns. Um, didn't top a thousand yards and received 70 catches. I just don't, a lot of times touchdowns are really just fluky, especially because he's never had double digit touchdowns up until last year. And when mm-hmm. like his entire fantasy value was built off touchdowns, given that he couldn't even reach a, a a thousand yards receiving. And then really it all comes down to who did he take them over? You know, a guy like Amari Cooper, I would rather have um, guys, even like Mike Evans. I, I could, I could imagine Mike Evans get is Mike Evans had 13 touchdowns last year. That makes sense to me. Um, he had a thousand yards. He always gets a thousand yards. I would rather have a guy like Mike Evans. I'd rather have a guy like Chris Godwin. Um, I know they passed the ball around a lot that in that uh, on that team, but I don't know, Thielen, I just think another with Delvin Cook healthy, they're going to run the ball, and then Justin Jefferson just taking more steps. I know they had Irv Smith, but now that's kind of like gone to the wayside. Just not the biggest Thielen believer. Yeah. yeah I'm with him. And, uh, man, Kareem Hunt uh, in fourth round. He did finish as the 10th last, 10 last year in PPR and standard, which is um, – Pretty crazy. I think Chubb was hurt for a while, um, which helps, of course. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, you're you're kind of taking like a flex guy who's a really expensive handcuff, probably. Like maybe mm-hmm. he maybe he blows up um, alongside Chubb, but that just seems really unlikely. Um, and you know, to be fair, like I don't, I'm not in love with Miles Sanders. I'm not super in love with Mike Davis, but. I'd take them. I'd take Gus Edwards because, like, they're at least the starters. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like all these guys are the first options. Like, you have to go all the way down to Trey Sermon in this almost in the seventh round to see somebody who's not the starter. So, right. And then the other thing is because he was picking at the tail end of the draft, the thirty-fifth, he could have went with James Robinson in the third, knowing that there's going to be a drop off at running back coming up, and then take. Uh, Really, like, he could have gotten Cooper, Mike Evans, Godwin. Like, those were all, like, relatively, like, near near each other. So, there's that. And then, um, 
I'll take the next one. Hawk, I think Hawk's a good pick. Um, I know what we're at the tail end of the fifth round. I think it's a, that's where he's going. It's a fine spot. I think he can finish very well. Um, I don't, I, uh, I don't like going quarterback early and tight end early, but uh, that's it. Cause you can clearly see now he just doesn't have the depth for it. Um, mm-hmm. But pocket itself. It's okay. yeah. All right. I think you, you can do, I think you can do one or the other, but definitely not both. Yeah. Um, because then you end up with somebody like Juju Smith-Schuster as your wide receiver, too. Um, yep. You and Kareem Hunt as your running back, too. Wide yeah. receiver, 17 in PPR last year. Feels like he was lower. I don't know. Um, but there's just, you know, there's a lot of mouths to feed there. They all go pretty close to each other. Claypool, Deontay, Juju. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, he could, he'll probably end up being fine. Um, but that's the thing. I, I don't think he has a ceiling. At least, like, Claypool has a ceiling being, like, the mega big play guy. Deontay has a ceiling being, like, hyper-targeted. Mm-hmm. So he just, he's going to be all right, you know? Um, yeah. So it's not, like, the worst, but I think you could would even... You re- would you rather have him or Claypool? I'd rather have Claypool. Yeah. i pick Claypool over him in my league. Actually, um, yeah. one thing we're not talking about is we do have a keeper. These yeah. Days. Oh shit! Well, I'm probably keeping McCaffrey, I guess, but uh, yeah, that's true. We do have a keeper, and I think a guy you'd rather go with the younger guy that you know potentially Claypool could be a guy in the coming years that is just an absolute stud. Right, with um, one keeper probably doesn't weigh in super heavy, but you know. Yeah, and the thing with uh, yeah, and the thing with uh, Juju, another thing I want to throw in—they're not going to throw as much as they did last year. Yeah. But I still think Deontay's going to get his targets. I think Claypool's going to get his points. And then I don't know where that leaves Juju. So the next pick for Nat, another guy, not the starter, and mm-hmm. doesn't really catch the ball too much. Uh, he's just a very pedestrian guy, 3.8 yards per carry. He was a guy that I know they, they leaned on him heavy during uh, the playoffs, which is great. But – with Ronald Jones there, I'd, I, I think, and they both got taken the same round. I would just rather have Ronald Jones. I feel like it was a clear drop off between the two. Yeah, and you know, Ronald Jones was hurt during the playoffs, which was the kind of yeah, thing. exactly. Um, Why Fournette took over? It's kind of crazy looking at you know last year. It's like oh, it was a split backfield, split backfield, but he was thirty five overall, and he had six touchdowns. Yeah, Ronald Jones was twenty, and he had seven. So it's like. You know, I would just yep. much rather have Ronald Jones. Um, that was 20 in a PPR, 15 in the standard, and I think they said they're going to try to throw him the ball more. I know, he, I think I read that he's going to be working on catching the ball better uh, this offseason, but we'll see. I know that he pissed off Tom Brady, and they got Geo now, so that's another thing. But oh, that was a thousand fourteen games too. Jeez, uh, feel a little better well, about that now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Waddle, I think is is a fine. He's okay pick here. Um, could be really good and he you know could be a keeper potential for sure oh yeah no that was a good pick yeah um and then oh yeah we keep the round we took him in right yeah okay that's good to keep in mind Hmm. you know you got cd in the third or kenny in the seventh might end up being a big deal well yeah yeah we'll see how he kind of does and then yeah cd in the third the thing is if it was only I should have kept that in mind when I made this pick, 
Oh, wait, no, never mind. Because it went DJ Moore and then I went down to Gus Edwards. Because that matters right there because I'm at the end. The guy who's younger, I should make as my second pick. Because mm-hmm. then at least that'll kind of right. be a better keeper. I did not think about that. Um, okay. And then, yeah, Sermon, Sermon in the sixth, too, could be a big deal. Another guy who I should have probably, well, yeah, not him and Kenny. That's ah, okay. I guess they're both <laughs> that potential. And then rest of the picks, I thought just, it was pretty just, bad. Just bad, yeah. yeah. Two rookie quarterbacks. You don't need Gronk. You don't need the rookie quarterbacks. Cole Beasley has no ceiling. Bills defense, whatever. Uh, who are you looking at keeping? Do you think like a guy that might stick yeah. out to you that's going to stick around? Honestly, I'm thinking Brian Edwards. Uh, that was part of the reason to take him here in the 12th. Yeah, because if he, you know, if he blows up even to like where we're talking, like Cortland Sutton, Chanel, you know, like just like mid round, like that's five, yeah, five six rounds of, of value. Um, yeah, I guess that's. I mean, he's really my only young guy. Do you know how it works with waivers? Um, like, can you keep somebody picked I, as a free agent, or does it have to be a draft? I think it does, and they they automatically count as the fifteenth round, but I'm not one hundred percent sure. Gotcha. Because I did pick oh, up we'll Rondale Moore, who uh, I'm pretty excited about. So keeper. Oh, I'll look into that. Okay. This has been an hour and a half, so we'll probably end up cutting it <laughs> here. For those that All have right. listened, thank you. You know, we love doing this, and we want you guys here next time. Nothing is funner than talk about fantasy, because at the end of the day, we have no idea what the fuck is actually going to happen. Oh, hell no. But it's, it's fun to shoot the shit with the boys, for sure. Yeah, shoot the shit. Talk like we know what the fuck we're talking about. But yeah, yeah, we're a lot like, of takes from a lot of fantasy podcasts, and I feel like we uh I feel like we do a bet we did a better job than a lot of the people I've been listening to, but that's just my take. All right. Thank you, Alex. You know, your uh your zoom thank you for joining and also having the zoom set up for us. Oh yeah, that was key. The long zoom. Oh yeah. 